Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I'm your co-host with two other co-hosts. Co means two. What's three then? Is there a word for three? No, I think it's just co-host trifecta. <laughs> I've got a full trifecta. Full co-host. Ah, anyway, where was I? The SDA has a podcast. It's a show that explains, highlights, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this everything in this world. Debbie Elizabeth, hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, hello. We have no topic. No, Elizabeth's come up from Melbourne. She's spending the day in the office, so we thought we'd record a podcast. Well, we've thrown a couple of subjects around, but I think we're pretty excited because we've got a lot going on in Southeast Queensland now. This may, this may contradict a year ago where we said, ah. Oh. It's over supply. Don't go there. Everything changed, though, when the new price range prices came out. But also, Elizabeth, just so you know, the imbalance of supply and demand is now in equilibrium now. So that's why we're back. But the other side of it is too, from the last couple of days, what I'm noticing is that if you if if you spend more on the land, you go to those areas that are a 15-minute ring around Brisbane, you try and position your SDA really close to the Gold Coast, say Upper Coomera, Coomera, around those areas, there's massive demand in those areas. No one's built there because of the land price. So you've got a saturation in areas where there's lower land price and you've got this huge demand in these other areas. And what we're also finding is that there, where people have built early on and they've built inferior product, people are living in them and they want to move out. I did a SDA Unlocked um, a couple of months back on the Gold Coast and I was really shocked to see the data, which was... 45%, I think, from memory, of people currently living in SDA want to move. They're oh. seeking an alternative because they're living in something that's not actually fit for purpose. So we're now at that stage with the original builds from the last few years are not meeting the demand. They're not meeting what the participants actually want. We need to address that. That's an issue. Yeah. So... We just want to say that we're back in Queensland now. Even we are, we are in Queensland, full stop, as an office. But we're really focused on now on um, working with builders who are listening. Uh, Elizabeth, don't you agree that that is very important? Absolutely. And, and, and it's not just about builders that are listening. It's also about builders that are building a really beautiful quality home. Because you can't build garbage and hope that you're going to get participant coverage because they just don't want to be there. You know, they're funded. They're... Five or six other houses in the in the area, so they have ultimate choice. So what we're doing, and I guess the direction here is the relationship with these builders, where they're building really great pro- properties and product for our SDA participants. And I think we're we're speaking a lot more, much closer with the SIL providers and the SDA providers, who are now much more certainly the SIL providers are, are far more. The knowledge is there of, of SDA and what's required. 
And and there's a lot more collaboration now with the builders and developers. And so what we're seeing is from all the different stakeholders coming into a better collaboration, therefore better product. I have a good SDA investment. You cannot have an average builder or an average location or an average provider or an average SDA provider. You could have good quality all the way through because the funding follows the participant. Because if the participant walks out the door to go somewhere else down the road, you've got zero, fun- zero income now investment. That's it. You're done. And nobody else is going to want to live, live in it because it's a really poor build. I mean, Elizabeth told me a story last week where she had a, a, a meeting with a provider and a builder. And obviously, Elizabeth has worked with a lot of builders in, in Melbourne before, and she said the build, the build quality was pretty shit. That's the worst build quality I've ever seen. It was honestly like they had taken a bucket of white paint and poured, I don't know, two litres of water and then just splashed it on the walls. I'm like, I'm, I can't sell these. I don't want to sell these because here's the thing. It's not about the property in today's market. It's about how it ages over that 20 years because at the end of that 20 years, you're going to want a, prop- a property that's really held the test of time. And why would anyone want to move into a property where the tiling's not flush to the floor and the paintwork looks terrible? I mean, nobody's going to want to live like that. I wouldn't want to live like that. Mm. Elizabeth, you're, you're right. We've been seeing a lot is a lot of nobody builders turning into the market. Oh, yeah, they're all here now. And a lot of nobody providers are, are showing up now. So use a bit of common sense, everybody. If this provider is a startup and is a no brand, has no presence or history in the marketplace, or the builder has no history in the SDA NDS build marketplace. Question your decision as you are about to engage this cheap builder in this cheap lo- location using cheap providers. Oh. Do not go cheap. Do not think, oh, the, the package is now 750 and it's in it's a high return of 24% return. And all these all these calculative calculations in your mind where it's gonna work. As Debbie says, you gotta what did you say in our last web video call with that builder only, only half an hour ago, Debbie? Listen to... What the SIL providers want. And the SDA providers. And the SDA providers. It's so simple, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's because all down to them. It is entirely down to them. We don't want to be, as an investor, sitting there crunching the numbers on your calculator and doing the... If I can squeeze the, the price down and go in a small block acquisition and get a small design house for these two participants and this really cheap build and the yield... Be, you know. But where are the participants? Where are they coming from? <laughs> because everyone's doing the same. Everyone is like you, Mister Mister Investor, doing the same cr- number crunching. Yeah. Think about the outcome, not the income. That's our mm, biggest investor. I like that phrase. That's good. Now, shall we bring it back to what's happening in Southeast Queensland? What have we actually got going on here? Well, re- I think for us, we're really focusing on the designs and the quality of the builders. Yes. Period. And this, this is my advice to anyone who's looking about engaging a builder. If the builder does not want to allow for changes and variations and modifications because they're saying, oh, but it meets the minimum standards and, that, and, 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 and they refuse to do changes, then run for the hills. Because you want someone to work, you want to work with a builder who, who understands the market and can, can be adaptable to the requirements of participants, right, Elizabeth? Yeah, exactly right. When a builder says no and no and no. Don't deal with them. That's a bad situation. Stay away from them. I think the thing is too, by being participant-centric and by caring about the participant the way that we do, we're actually protecting the overall investor inside of their investment. If you're not thinking about the participant initially and their care, don't get into this program. Don't buy an SDA property. There are plenty of other properties out there to buy. 
you want to get into this space because you want to take care of some of the most vulnerable Australians. And as a consequence of sitting in that space, what you're doing in actual fact is you are actually protecting your overall investment. So pay more money if you need to, to get a, a higher ceiling or a wider, a much wider doorway. Do that because that is you walking towards the participant and caring for them and their overall well-being in your property for that term of 20 years. Do you agree? Yeah. The key word you mentioned just then, Elizabeth, is care. In our last video call with that builder, he was telling us his experience with working all those marketeers and sales agents selling all this endorse builds in, in Melbourne. And the outcome was they're all one participant homes. Yeah, no. But, and they're the worst little they're the worst little builds I've ever seen. I looked at their floor plans about twelve months ago, eighteen months ago, and they were terrible. And the agents who sold it don't care. Don't care. But here's the thing: what happens is the investors look at the returns and the yields, and they stop using all rational thought. That goes completely out the window, and that's why they need to be responsible for their own research. They need to participate and be actively working with us, wanting to know what the data is. They want to have a look at what the actual, even just the area profile. Debbie and I did a show a wee while ago, and we talked about population trends in various different areas. Be involved in your own research as well. Can't j- don't wing it in this market. Don't be blinded. Don't be blinded by the dollar. <laughs> by the by the by the return, the yield. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about builds. And yes, we know that they need to be quality in good areas. Back to the Southeast Queensland market, we know that there has been a, a glut of high physical support properties built over the last few years. We know with the new prices that IL is becoming a more attractive option. We are seeing builders that we do work with are coming to us with a lot of improved livability packages. Now, what is good about these men? Well, the, build, the newer builders who are coming back to the market uh, open to to bigger spacing, custom designs. Um, I don't want to give too much information. I can't, can't show all our secrets in one one. Podcast. Exactly right. Make them come back to listen to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so think advice is think outside the square. Do something different. Do not build or design. Do not build or design whatever else is doing out there because you, you don't stand out in the crowd. And I think um, we should do a, a a podcast called Future Proofing. Yeah, because we work on that. Yeah, That's so just, critical. Just half an hour of, of the ideas that you can do as an investor to future-proof your property. And future-proofing doesn't mean that a physical trait to the house. Future-proofing can be the engagement of a SIL and SDA provider who are arm's length distance from each other, not a two-in-one, both an SDA provider hat and a SIL provider hat. That, that's an example of a, a invisible trait there. So we're going to cover a lot of different topics of how to make your product, the SDA investment, home. Uh, be future-proof by, by all these different ideas that we're going to present. And we'll go through that next next few weeks. So that'll be a different topic. Yeah, that's my favorite one because we, we often have conversations with clients about that because mm. you don't you want to be relevant not just today but out t- 5, 10, 15 years down, 20 years down the track. Yeah, yeah. So did I answer the question, Debbie, or I'll sort of be, I'm beating around the bush at the moment? Yeah, you beat around the bush, but that's okay. <laughs> we've, got, we've got more episodes to cover on this. And as you said, you know, we've got a lot of new stuff coming on. Let's – Let's keep it a bit secret squirrel for yeah, now. Secret squirrel. So we've got new products, new locations, new builders, new developers, new developments, and and we're, we're adapting. Uh, and we, we we're doing a lot of um, mentoring to other builders. We won't work with builders who do who say no. They they got to be a, a they got to be adaptable to the yeah the the, the feedback from participants, providers, uh, and people like us. 
we are we are doing a lot of work in the background, which is non-SDA. Now, why would we be talking about this non-SDA topic on this SDA housing podcast? Well, Min, what is the name of our company? NDIS Property Australia. Exactly. And NDIS Property isn't just specialist disability accommodation. And we have discussed this a number of times on previous episodes. There's a lot more to it. And a lot of that actually relates to SDA properties as well. There are different options for tenancy over and above SDA. So it's all relevant. Once you start to unpack that too, it starts to get really exciting, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Like that's the space. If, 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 if the listeners and developers and builders, and, and if they understood what we knew, if they knew what we knew about this space called the NDIS housing space, which covers SDA, obviously, if you knew what we knew, you'd be going, going nuts about the opportunities in front of us. But we're going to slowly drip that information out to you slightly one by one. But just if you get a chance, look at the NDIS quarterly report, which shows supply and demand, stats and figures, but also the, the spend in the SDA, in the NDIS um, funding, which is $39, 40000000000 billion a year. SDA is $270 million of the $40 billion. Mm. Very small. It's a tiny tier. SDA is very small. Very, very, very small. You've got to understand the whole system, ecosystem of the NDIS to understand how you can uh, de-risk your investment and, and, and lower your expectations or diversify your expectations as well. Because the, the key to this is knowledge. If you understand the system, the marketplace, the data, and the demand, you will be a winner. But you, know, you as an investor are not trying to house 600,000 people here. You just want two participants. That's all you want, two. But know your data, know your information, know your risk profile that you are in. Are you a high risk investor or a medium or low risk investor? So what's your budget? Is it 700 grand or 800 grand or 900 grand? Everyone's different. So the point is, we're here to help Elizabeth, myself and, and Debbie and the rest of the team here. We're now starting to hire as employees more participants, not experienced, but actual participants in our, in our organization to give their stories and their feedback to everyone as well. So we're very excited about the future. Um, we're excited about the growth we're having here. We're, we're looking at bringing on board another 10 staff the next month or so to bring our numbers to almost 30 staff members in the SDA Housing, or the NDS Property Australia, uh, SDA Housing Podcast as well. So we're very excited about helping SIL providers, SDA providers, and builders and developers to understand more about the marketplace. And what can I say? We're here to serve, Debbie, Elizabeth. Yes, that is right. That is so right. Any last words from yourself, Elizabeth or Debbie, about things, uh, our learned experiences of the last few weeks and months and years? Well, what's- I think I'm really excited about what's happening in Southeast Queensland because I was worried that I couldn't look at this market. And just with the meetings over the last couple of days, it's it, I feel really confident about the direction that you're all, we're all taking here. It feels good. Yeah. I guess we're just seeing a massive shift. You know, I've just been looking at the latest quarterly data and, and it's yeah, there's some movement there in terms of pipeline. Figures have gone up again in different areas. But I think we've now come out of that lull period post-COVID when everything just went to shit in Southeast Queensland, particularly with the building industry. Things are moving, things are happening, the price guide changed things, and there's just a real shift in the in the market in general, not just in Southeast Queensland, but everywhere. But uh, it's just really exciting. Yeah, indeed. Uh, as always, uh, we welcome any um, anyone to come on board our podcast to be interviewed. If you're a SIL provider, participant, or an SDA provider, or an investor, we, uh, we're always keen to learn ourselves, ideas or concepts which have not been implemented or been published out there. We love to talk to everyone out there if we can. And please email us your, your, 
your requests for topics to be covered on info at nds.property or call our office, talk to Debbie on 1300 254397 on any NDIS, SDA, SIL, respite topic you want because we're here to serve, we're here to help. And um, let us know if you want some help. We'll fly to you in Melbourne or Sydney or, or, or Adelaide or Perth and we'll we'll do what we can to help the the, the, the people out there who are developers, builders, and participants and investors as well. Yeah. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for coming along on the show. And let's uh let's uh follow up in a few in a few weeks' time with a topic of future proofing. Yeah, future proofing. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, Min. Thank you. Thanks, Min. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.